Welcome to episode number two of Free Your Inner Guru with your host, Laura Tucker. This is a show where we dig deep into personal development, entrepreneurship, spirituality, and the self-help industry. We've got a big topic today, how seeing Tony Robbins live was the kick in the backside I needed to get this podcast off the ground, and how it wasn't the kind of kick you might expect. Like many entrepreneurs and seekers, I was initially drawn to personal development and self-help to support my success in business. And like many of us, that led to a spiritual journey, a quest to be the best version of myself. Little did I know that my quest would lead me to the most significant challenge of my adult life. The short story is that I was at a self-help and spiritual retreat in 2009 when three participants lost their lives. The long story, if it interests you, is the subject of the documentary, Enlighten Us. After that horrific event, I shut down my very new coaching practice and avoided all things spiritual and self-help for over five years. It was around the time I was contacted to participate in Enlighten Us that I decided to return to coaching, find my own coach, and since that meant being a part of the self-help industry, I had to take a serious look at how I was going to operate my own business and integrate it all back into my life. Fast forward to a couple of weeks ago when I had the opportunity to see Tony Robbins speak live in Toronto. One of my clients was speaking earlier in the day and she invited me to go. At first, I was ambivalent. On one hand, I was curious, and on the other, I was repelled by the idea of going to another large group awareness training. Beyond my own previous experience, there were also a number of reasons I wasn't that keen. One of them was my take on another documentary, the one about Tony Robbins called I Am Not Your Guru. If you or people you know are into personal development, there's a good chance that you know someone or you may have seen it yourself. It's very, very popular. When it came out in July, many people I know were raving about I'm not your guru on social media. When I sat down to watch it, I found I didn't feel the same way. Yes, there were similarities in the approach and stage techniques of the only two big-time inspirational speakers I had seen, Tony Robbins and James Arthur Ray. In Enlighten Us, James Ray talks about the impact seeing Tony Robbins had on him when he was starting out, so the similarities weren't a total surprise. But it wasn't just that. There were a few things in the film that don't sit well with me. First of all, the title, I Am Not Your Guru. You may or may not be aware of it, but our unconscious mind does not understand a negative. I didn't know anything about it until it was taught to me. You see this when you tell yourself not to lose your keys or not to forget something, or in my case, not to lock the back door of our house while my husband is out working in the yard. And then it happens. Tony Robbins knows that the unconscious mind doesn't understand a negative. He teaches it. And although he wasn't the director of the film and may not have had a hand in naming it, the director did attend one of his, at least one of his Date with Destiny weekends, um, in addition to when it was filmed. Second, I'm no longer comfortable with the strong arm approach to getting people outside of their comfort zone. Sure, it can be fun, dramatic, and intense, but it's temporary unless the recipient receives longer term support. And third, he took a young woman who had been the victim of relentless sexual abuse by her family and paired her with three quote-unquote uncles chosen from the audience. It just didn't sit right. 
Am I criticizing Tony Robbins? Maybe. But to be fair, I don't know the full story of that woman's life and how things turned out. So curiosity prevailed and I went to check out the event myself. 15,000 people filled the Metro Toronto Convention Center. It was big. It was truly extraordinary. If you want to see what that looks like, because it's hard to even conceive, there's a link in the show notes to some pictures that I took. By the end of the day, the crowd was restless. It was a long day of main stage speakers and smaller workshops, and that's a lot even for the most enthusiastic. The last three speakers of the day were Armando Perez, better known as the rapper Pitbull, a pitchman for an online system to beat the stock market, and then finally, about an hour late, Tony Robbins. Picture a rock concert, except the person with the microphone isn't singing, he's talking. Pairs of massive screens hung down from the ceiling for everyone who wasn't in the first few massive VIP sections. Tony Robbins comes out and the energy of the room shifts. It's electric. While he's speaking, he goes up and down the aisles, flanked by a four-man security team and the cameras for the screens. It's kind of cool, but it's hard to see. People start standing on their seats, and of course, there's taking selfies. There's loud music. He's funny. He gets people jumping up and down before he even finishes the sentence. And people are reaching out to touch him as if somehow they'll be magically transformed by the slightest physical contact. It was getting to be a bit too much for me. So I climbed out of my row and moved to the outside aisle, comfortably closer to the exits. And that's the vantage point I had for what happened next. We're about an hour in, there's been a lot of jumping up and down to achieve an altered state, and you know what, that alone is a subject for its own podcast. But then he's starting to get into content. So he gives an assignment, one that involves writing, and walks down from the stage to the front row of the front sections to engage. He's giving out high fives, and then the second row, and then people in the aisle get involved. He's saying, come on, guys, do the assignment, focus on the assignment. But at the same time, he's giving out high fives. Then before you know it, dozens of people start leaving their seats to come forward for a high five of their own. I think my jaw was hanging open in disbelief. And I'm watching and waiting to see if he's going to catch himself, which of course he does because there was no tipping point into a stampede. He disengaged, shook his head as he returned to the stage. That caught my attention. I'd love to know who or what he was shaking his head at, at himself, the audience, or was he shaking it off, this irresistible pull of the adulation? I'll probably never know, but my goodness, it was something to see. I wish I had recorded it. That moment reminded me of a fascinating book by uh, the psychologist Jessica Tracy called Take Pride, Why the Deadliest Sin Holds the Secret to Human Success. People fall into something she calls the hubris trap when they start experiencing the thrill of others' admiration. This darker side of pride happens to all of us, and at some point when we experience the thrill of others' admiration, and it can happen moment to moment. You see, that's why it's so important to understand that there is no guru outside of you. As soon as you assign a higher status to another human being, a teacher, a leader, It undermines your personal authority and erodes your sense of personal responsibility. 
I'm not here to judge given my past experience, but I have witnessed firsthand the devastation of a moment of an unfettered ego in a leader. If you're a consumer of self-help, even the most popular or benign kind, you must cultivate and learn to use your discernment. We have to talk about these things. No one is immune to believing their own press. Tony Robbins might be the best human being that ever walked the earth, but he's a human being nonetheless, which means he's imperfect, just like you and me. He has helped to create an industry and a mindset that does a lot of good in the world, but it's your responsibility and mine to become an educated consumer. Most people don't need to work with a big guru. Find someone who's further along the path that you want to be on and learn from them. There's a lot of great material out there and a lot of great people teaching it, but there's not so great people and tactics too. There are also two recent documentaries that are widely available, Enlighten Us and I Am Not Your Guru. They're both worth watching. The bottom line is we are each responsible for navigating our own life, for choosing our values and aligning with others who share them. It's healthy to question the people we make our leaders and teachers. It's also healthy to seek a meaningful, abundant life. I would never want anyone to turn down the opportunity to become more self-aware and lead themselves and others more effectively. Consciously or unconsciously, we are all leaders and we are all followers. We all have influence and we are all being influenced. We are all teachers and we are all students. So let's have big, inspired conversations so that we can navigate our inherent duality consciously. It was a life-changing experience seeing Tony Robbins live, and it's one I'm grateful to have had. I'd also like to give credit to Sam Crowley, whose fantastic workshop on podcasting I attended that same afternoon. Put Tony and Sam together in one day and free your inner guru was inspired. Funny how life works, isn't it? If you found this episode valuable, I invite you to subscribe on whatever platform you're listening and come on over to lauratucker.com to get on the email list to receive notification when new episodes are released. I'd love to see you over there. Have yourself a wonderful day and remember, free the guru that is inside of you.